This is Fantasy Football Frenzy. You want the latest info. How's your lineup looking? It's not good. Who's hurt? Who's injured? Is listed as questionable. Questionable. What does that mean? No one knows what that means. Matchup breakdowns. First game today is too close to call. Oh. You need an edge to pound your opposition. Like if I start him and then he doesn't play, I literally have nothing in the bank. I got no backups. Fantasy expert Jeff Meller. I mean, they know if they're playing. They know. They should tell us. Have it for you. How many leagues are you in? I'm in 12 leagues. Right here. Well, that is just pure fantasy football. On ESPN 1000. Good Sunday morning to you. I am Jeff Meller with you on ESPN 1000. Fantasy football frenzy helping you set your fantasy football lineup every Sunday morning during the football season starting at 8 a.m. until 9 o'clock. So if you'd like to get in, 312-332-3776. Then, of course, 312-332-ESPN. Give us a call, and I will help you sort through the early wreckage that is your fantasy football season. No, no, no. If you've been listening so far this year, hopefully it's not been a disaster. Hopefully we've Helped you to a few wins along the way. Again, if you uh, want to tweet at me, I'm at Jeff underscore Meller. You can tweet your questions that way as well, and I will do my best to answer them. And if you're new to the show, so early on, I will run through the biggest injuries affecting fantasy football. And I will also then take your calls and, like I said, help you get to the bottom of the best way to win your league. So that does that, and uh, let's get after it here. Jets at Jaguars. The game to Fournette running right up the middle of the field toward the goal line. Touchdown! A three-yard touchdown run by Leonard Fournette has extended the lead at Heinz Field. And his third rushing touchdown in the ball game. All right, so hopefully Leonard Fournette owners can look forward to another three-touchdown performance like he was capable of in the playoffs. Look, the truth is the soft tissue, tissue injuries for Fournette have been a have been nagging throughout his career but again the good news is it looks like he will be a go today so finally you can go ahead and plug in a key starter into your fantasy football lineup buccaneers at bears shotgun formation of barbara sidecar to the left hip of ryan fitzpatrick Evans wide to the right side, dropping Fitzpatrick, throws it, crossing around, caught ball, touchdown Tampa Bay, Mike Evans! What a strike throw by Ryan Fitzpatrick! All right, so even though we don't have any official announcement right now, I think everybody will tell you it looks as though Ryan Fitzpatrick will be under center at Soldier Field today at noon, starting for the Tampa Bay Bucks. And for fantasy purposes, that is good news because you have to like what you've seen from Fitzpatrick. He has been... Amongst uh, with Pat Mahomes, the top fantasy quarterback out there. Now, do you want to start Ryan Fitzpatrick? I'm going to tell you no against the Bears defense. Even with Prince of Mukamura out, I would say Fitzpatrick is somebody that I'm not feeling great about starting. But for the Bucks weapons, the Mike Evans, the Chris Godwins, Deshaun Jacksons, Cameron Brait, OJ Howard, this is good news because Fitzpatrick does offer some high upside for all those players when he's under center. Not so much the case when Jameis Winston is there. Obviously, Winston is certainly a viable player for the Bucks to go to, but for fantasy purposes, he just doesn't offer the exact same upside. So, good news for fantasy owners, but I will caution you that, per Ian Rappaport, the Bucks Dirk Cutter was very close to benching Fitzpatrick on Monday night. Uh, Rappaport had a report today on 
NFL Network, detailing the meeting that Cutter told his team he was one or two plays away from turning to Ryan Griffin on Monday night's game against the Steelers when the Bucks were trailing heavily. So, Lens, it's it's only logical that with Jameis Winston now active today, that if Fitzpatrick struggles at all early on, he will go back to Winston because obviously the Bucks have a lot tied up in Winston for the long haul. But at least for today, going into the game, Fitz will be an, an under center. So I will say if you're, you know, if you're on the fence about someone like Godwin or Deshaun Jackson, Fitzpatrick under center is good news for you because I do think that is in the best interest of all the fantasy football weapons out there. Bills at Packers. First down at the 18, the snap. Here goes Shady up the middle, breaks a tackle with the 10, at the 5, into the end zone. Touchdown! You can't stop LaShawn McCoy today. Touchdown Buffalo from 18 yards out. LaShawn McCoy has been adamant all week that he is going to start and play in this game, and everything looks to be on that Everything looks to be trending in that direction. So LaShawn McCoy should be starting for the Bills against the Packers. Obviously, the Bills offense was a train wreck until last week against the Vikings when they came out and actually looked a little bit frisky against the Vikings. So with Josh Allen under center, I do think LaShawn McCoy is back into starter territory. He's probably an RB2 at this at this stage for most folks out there. And I think he's probably, he's he's definitely for me a solid flex option if you're fortunate enough to have two solid running backs you feel comfortable starting these days. But I know you probably, I feel better about LaShawn McCoy today than I did heading into last week, not just because of the injury situation, but look, with Josh Allen and what they did to the Vikings, I mean, I know the Vikings haven't looked great defensively as well as they did last year, but truth be told, the fact that the Bills are in an absolute wasteland is encouraging, and I think if you're a LaShawn McCoy owner, go ahead and put him into your lineup because I feel much better about him today than I did just last week. Eagles at Titans. Let's back again. He's looking. He pumps. Still looking. He fires, and it is caught. Touchdown, Elshon Jeffrey. All right, so Elshon Jeffrey, will he play now? The good news is the shoulder injury that was keeping him out for the last three weeks looks like it has not been an issue. But Elshon Jeffrey has been very ill this week with an illness. No specifics, but you wonder if it's some type of flu-like symptoms or something. Nevertheless, he is going to be a game-time decision. I would say I wanted to see how he was moving when he came back anyway with the shoulder injury before I just plugged him into my lineup and... If you factor in the fact that he's been dealing with this illness all week, he's been unable to practice the last three week, three days, I would say definitely stay away from Jeffrey this week. Let him go out there and prove to you that he's back to being you know, the wide receiver two type player that we've become accustomed to before you just go ahead and plug him into that lineup. Dolphins at Patriots. Crowell, the running back. Kaiser to throw. Looking. Gordon up in the air. What a catch! <laughs> Touchdown! He is back at First Energy Stadium. Josh Gordon with a leaping grab. Pulls it in. Tumbles into the end zone. And the Browns are a kick away from tying it up. All right. Will Josh Gordon make his debut today at Gillette Stadium when the Patriots host the Miami Dolphins? It seems to be trending in that direction per multiple sources. 
Gordon is going to be a game-time decision, but if all goes well on the pregame warm-ups, Bill Belichick may choose to go ahead and play him. And I can tell you, the Patriots certainly need his dynamic deep speed to open up the offense for Tom Brady underneath. Rob Gronkowski was doubled by Matt Patricia and the Lions last week, which really hindered his ability to get open. Without Julian Edelman, clearly Tom Brady is lacking that safety valve. Rex Burkhead was placed on IR over the week, so he will not be back for at least six to eight weeks for the Patriots at the earliest, which means James White should see a bigger workload in terms of receptions. Sony Michelle, I don't feel great about starting Sony Michelle this week, but I understand that running back again is very difficult these days in this passing league. So completely understandable if you turn to Sony Michelle without Burkhead in the lineup, but I will say James White, somebody who Tom Brady kind of pined for during the week saying playmakers need to be out there. So wouldn't be surprised to see James White see an increase in receptions, just increase in snaps. So will again, Josh Gordon should, we're expecting him to be active today. However, for Josh Gordon owners out there, I would not start him this week. Let him play. You'd have to be absolutely desperate for me to go ahead and advise starting Josh Gordon this week because even though he may be out there, I'm not going to. He's going to have to catch a touchdown to be a significant fantasy player this week for you, and I don't think you can just count on that. I'm not going to completely rule it out, but I would not feel great and comfortable about starting Josh Gordon if I did not have to this week. 49ers at Chargers. Trips right. Eckler in the backfield. Rivers looking to the middle. Throws. Keenan Allen. Touchdown Chargers. Knock on wood. A seven-yard strike from Rivers to Keenan Allen. Garoppolo under center. And he will turn and speed Breida again, this time to the right. Breida breaks past the line, 40. Breida cuts back middle, 50. Running across the field to the 40. Down the near side, 30. Playing Garcon for a block, 20. Breida, 10. Breida cuts back, and he's gone. Touchdown, 49ers. All right, 49ers at the Chargers in a late afternoon affair. And we've got multiple injuries to cover here. Keenan Allen on the injury report all week, limited in practice, but... He will be a game-time decision, so it's always a little tricky with that 325 start, but there are some encouraging signs that he is expected to be out there. I think Keenan Allen, when he is active, is always a must-start in the PPR format. In standard scoring, not quite such a lock. So, depending on your format, get Keenan Allen into the lineup in PPR. Standard, I would say, and make sure that you have an option to turn to in case he is an active at uh, th- during the 3 o'clock slate. But, again, encouraging signs that he should be out there, but you will have to check as that game, as those game-time inactives roll in. You also heard the Matt Breida long touchdown run highlight courtesy of KNBR. Also in that highlight mentioned was Jimmy Garoppolo. We all know Jimmy Garoppolo with the torn ACL will not be able to play for the 49ers for the remainder of the season. So C.J. Beathard takes the helms and... That is not great news for fantasy purposes. I do think the only player who won't see a huge dip in production would be George Kittle. George Kittle, familiar with C.J. Beathard. They were roommates at Iowa, so the quarterback is familiar to th- is familiar with throwing to George Kittle his tight ends. I think that actually you may see a bit of a bump in PPR formats for Kittle's purposes, but obviously... In terms of overall production, 
Kittle may, may see the yardage decrease a little bit, as I expect all the 49ers wide receivers to see a hit without Jimmy Garoppolo there. Matt Breida hyper-extended his knee. It was an injury that looked like it could be pretty nasty, but he did return in the game last week, so that's good news. That's encouraging. He's expected to play Alfred Morris also on the injury report. It's kind of a timeshare there between Breida and Alfred Morris, I would say. Matt Breida is the guy who looks a little more dynamic, but if they get near the goal line, would not be surprised to see Alfred Morris poach those scores. But, of course, will they be able to get there with uh, C.J. Beathard under center? Well, that seems far less likely these days than it did just a week ago with Jimmy Garoppolo as their starter. Seahawks at Cardinals. Russell takes a high snap, hands it off. Chris Carson pounds his way in. Touchdown! Seahawks! Carson from five yards out, and unless you built a wall right in front of him, and even that probably wasn't going to stop him. ESPN 710 in Seattle with the call there. Chris Carson plunging for a touchdown, and he saw 32 carries last weekend, and in this day and age, I just don't know how you cannot start that. Now, the Seahawks' offensive line has not been great this year. We saw that firsthand in Chicago on Monday night when the Bears took care of them handily but if Chris Carson's going to continue to see that type of workload there's no way you can't get him into your lineup and so I would say he's probably an RB2 a definite flex for most folks out there the Arizona Cardinals defense obviously is a stiff one but again that workload in today's game is just something that you don't see and so I think just based on that alone I, you'd have to have two very strong options for me to say stay away from Chris Carson this week because the reality is it's hard to ensure 20 touches from everybody. And I'm not, look, if the game gets away from the Seahawks, certainly Carson could have a hard time seeing that type of workload. But 32 touches, again, if they're in, in it at all, and you would expect the Arizona Cardinals are going to ha- find a hard time getting up on the Seahawks, with Josh Rosen making his first career start, then certainly Carson should be probably plugged into your fantasy lineup. All right, this is Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on ESPN 1000. I'm Jeff Meller. Again, 312-332-3776 if you've got a question. Full phone lines right now, but I'm going to run through some. So keep that number handy and have your question ready so that we can service as many listeners as possible today. Let's kick it off with... Mike in Mount Prospect, who has a quarterback dilemma. Good morning, Mike. Hey, Jeff. How are you? I'm good, man. Hey, I got a quarterback question. Uh, 12-team uh, PPR league. Russell Wilson, who's you know doesn't have any weapons, and he's at Arizona. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. And I picked up Andy Dalton at Atlanta. I think it's going to be a shootout. So I'm kind of leaning towards Andy Dalton, but I wanted your opinion. I understand the propensity to lean towards Dalton. I will say, though, with Doug Baldwin returning for the Seahawks today, Wilson's one of those guys for fantasy purposes with his running ability. I have a hard time getting off of when it comes to like suggesting playing Andy Dalton. I understand the Falcons' defense is a complete wreck, but I personally, I'm sticking with Russell Wilson because Baldwin's back in the lineup. I think the even though the Arizona defense is solid i do think the points will be there for the seahawks i would i personally would go ahead and start russell wilson i just i'm not enamored with andy dalton i know it's been good the problem is for every time andy dalton has a good week he has a long career a body of work that you can look back on and say he just disappoints and i think a lot of people are going ahead and advising andy dalton this week i'll tell you i'm i'm not as high 
on Andy Dalton as everyone else this week. I would start Russell Wilson over Andy Dalton, Mike. Thank you. I didn't know Baldwin was back. He is back. So, yeah, that, that's another reason why it makes yeah. it pretty easy for me to go ahead and mention Russell Wilson. So, uh, Thanks, Jeff. No problem. Now, I will say this. Doug Baldwin's just locking him into your lineup. That's not a given because I do want to see that uh, he is, you know, the player that we've become familiar with over the last few years. If you have and, – and in this league, the way passing is so prevalent in the NFL these days – it, it's hard not to have three solid wide receiving options. And so Doug Baldwin, even though he's a, you know, probably a top, he's a top five round pick for you. I would say if you, you probably have some pretty good options that you can turn to, it wouldn't be a bad idea just to wait it out one week and see that he's all the way back. But for Russell Wilson, yes, I, I'm having, I'm going to have a hard time telling you not to start Russell Wilson, unless you're just bringing someone like Pat Mahomes to the table for me. Let's try Rick in Munster. He's got a PPR question. Hello, Rick. Hi. How are you doing, Miller? Good. Uh, so yeah, I got a 12-team PPR. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need a wide receiver and a flex. I got four guys. I All need right. two of them. Okay. So I have Josh Gordon, mm-hmm. Tariq Cohen, Chris Hogan, and Geronimo Allison. All right. So uh, first one that pops off pretty easily for me is Geronimo Allison with Randall Cobb unlikely to play today. Allison's already been he's already proven that he's in the circle of trust for Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers speaks glowingly about him quite a bit. And without Cobb in the lineup, Allison, for me, that's a no brainer. Gets a little bit dicier, obviously, with the flex. I've already talked about Josh Gordon. I'm not betting on the touchdown, Rick. He might score one, but I don't think he's going to be, you know, the Patriots offense is one that it takes a little bit of time to learn. So, yes, he will be out there running some deep patterns to open up the offense for the other players. But I don't expect Gordon to be a, you know, extremely productive. And I'm not betting on the touchdown. So I'm taking him out of the lineup. Then it comes down to Cohen versus Hogan. And look, I just don't feel great about Mitch Trubisky and what we've seen from him the last few weeks. I'm going to go ahead and put Chris Hogan in there. Actually, I think Josh Gordon... His uh, presence will actually open things up a little bit for Chris Hogan, Rick. So he's the play for me. Thank you, sir. No problem. All right, Rick drops off. That opens up a line for you. 312-332-3776. That's how Tom in Bridgeport got in. What's up, Tom? How are you doing today? How are you, buddy? I'm not too bad. Good. I need two of these three wide receivers. John Brown, Baltimore, T.Y. Hilton, and Galladay from uh, Detroit. All right. Yeah, no problem. Uh, Galladay, for me, I've talked about him on this show quite a bit. He's a top 15 wide receiver for me. I mean, and and look, if if we continue to see what we've seen from him, he may go higher. He is Matt Staff, one of Matt Stafford's top receiving options. He's a clear six foot four. He's a goal line target for Stafford. I love what I've seen from Galladay. Keep him in your lineup every week. Then it comes down to Hilton and Brown. Who do you feel good about? Look, Brown. Brown's a big play guy, but. And the Steelers, I'm not going to lie, the Steelers secondary has been a mess. You saw it. Even the Bucks late in last night's, last week, last Monday's game were able to take advantage of it. But for me, T.Y. Hilton is Andrew Luck's top target. Uh, Luck's got his own issues, but he still is able to make all the throws, even though he's being substituted for with Jacoby Brissett at, you know, throw the Hail Mary. But I still, I still feel much better about T.Y. Hilton right now over John Brown. Joe Flacco, for me, is not somebody I ever want to put my fantasy fade in if I can avoid it. I Just just based on the pure talent, i got to go with T.Y. Hilton over John Brown, Tom. Thank you. No problem. All right, let's try Dave in Elkhorn, Wisconsin, a regular. Hello, Dave. 
Hey, Jeff. How are you doing this morning? I've got a uh, flex spot, and you kind of answered a couple of my questions on this, but I've got Crowell, Hogan, Jeffrey, White, and Henry. And what would you say is the problem with Henry? Is it the offensive line for Tennessee that he's struggling so bad? So, look, there's a there's a few things going on in Tennessee. First and foremost, it doesn't help that Marcus Mariota is dealing with the ulnar nerve issue in his in his uh, throwing elbow, which makes you wonder just how much how how well he can throw the ball deep. I mean, look, if, if teams come in knowing that the Titans have an issue with their quarterback and he can't threaten threaten them downfield, it becomes very easy to stack the line. I'll say this: Derrick Henry's the type of player who, when he gets moving upfield. Uh, he he can he he he's got great long speed. The problem is he's a big guy. It's difficult for him to move laterally quickly, and I think that really hinders some of the runs he's capable of. So if the play if the play isn't blocked perfectly for Derrick Henry, he struggles to you know make the three four yard gains because he's just not quick laterally. So he's one of those players who's who's. Well, you look if he breaks a long one, it's it's going to be there for him. But you can't count on that. And again, with Mariota's struggles, I think he's a tough player to start right now. We already talked about Jeffrey Dave. I I would I don't know if he's going to play today. He's been he's had been dealing with the illness, the quote illness for the last three days, unable to practice. So I I don't feel great about him today. I would say in the PPR format though, James White is somebody with Rex Burkhead out. I like the floor is there for him. I think he's going to see five to six tar- uh, five to six catches fairly easily, and maybe possibly more without Burkhead there. So, Dave, uh, for me, James White, a pretty easy uh, decision over the other guys you offered. Thanks, Jeff. No problem. Again, ESPN 1000, Fantasy Football Frenzy. I'm Jeff Meller, here with you every Sunday morning starting at 8 a.m. Coming up after me, Steve Mongo McMichael and Freddie Hubner will get you set for Bears and Bucks on the lakefront. I know a lot of folks are heading over to the game. Mongo, I see rolling in. There you go. The uh, the customary 824 Mongo Tees getting you set for Bears and Bucks. Rolls in about every Sunday morning right around 825 or so and uh, brings a fresh box of donuts and a, some, a couple cups of coffee that always helps the uh, staff here at ESPN 1000. All right, let's squeeze in uh, Carson in Frankfurt before we get to the five things I know for the week. Carson, Hi. what's up, man? Hey, Jeff. What's up? I'm in a standard league. I need two of the four running backs. Aaron Jones, Gio Bernard, Kenyon Drake, and Royce Freeman. All right. So you need two of four here, Carson. And Giovanni Bernard with Joe Mixon injured is definitely somebody you want to lock into your lineup. And then yeah, look, yeah, and then it comes down like we're gonna let's let's wait on Royce Freeman for a few more weeks because right now mm-hmm. it doesn't look good the way the Broncos running backs are divvying up carries. Kenyon Drake okay. has Kenyon Drake has a higher floor for me, Carson. He's a little bit safer, but I'll be honest, I like what I heard from Aaron Rodgers, kind of, kind of, uh, kind of subtly telling Mike McCarthy he wants to see more of Aaron Jones. So I would say let's uh, if you want to go for the home run. Aaron Jones has the potential for a big day today. And yeah. and Kenyon Drake is somebody who's a little bit safer. So if you want to play it safe, Carson, Kenyon Drake might be the play. But if you want to swing for the fencers, Aaron Jones would be my uh, would be my advice. Thanks, Jeff. No problem, Carson. Love to hear the uh, youngsters getting in on fantasy football at an early age. All right, this is Fantasy Football Frenzy. Don't go anywhere. We've got a lot of show left here. I see all your calls. We'll get to those. I'll answer your Twitter questions and... When we come back, 
Five things I know so far at this point in the season, right here on ESPN 1000. It's time now for Five Things Meller Knows. Ah, uh, yes, it is. Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on ESPN 1000. I'm Jeff Meller. Uh, feel free to give us a call, 312-332-3776, or hit me up on Twitter, at Jeff underscore Meller. That's M-E-L-L-E-R. And 8.30 every week, I give you five things I know. Five things Meller knows. The first thing I know is that Jared Goff is a must-start in fantasy football at this point in the season. Now, you may have been a bit skeptical of Jared Goff's ability. And look, I'm not going to lie. I was a bit curious myself. I was concerned that it was pretty much all Sean McVay pulling the strings and putting out a just beautiful game plan that Jared Goff could not muck up. I said muck. But he proved, I think, everything you need to know on Thursday night, that he is perfectly capable of putting up, putting some beautiful throws out there for all his wide receivers to go and make plays. And at this stage uh, of the season, I don't know how you could not be starting Jared Goff. He's proven it. That offense, you want any piece that you can get. Five things Meller knows. And the follow-up to that is, I know that you need to start all your Rams, except, of course, for Sam Ficken. So, Brandon Cooks, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, those guys at this point, you need to lock them into your lineup. Find a way, because there is just no telling right now when the Rams offense is going to explode. And you want to have... you. Part of, I think, uh, being a good fantasy football player is recognizing at certain points of the season which offenses are absolutely elite. And right now, it's the Chiefs and it is the Rams. Those are the absolute elite offenses. I know you might say, hey, the Saints are pretty good, but they're not They're not right now playing at the Rams and Chiefs level, even though they're very productive. So I would say if you have any key players in the Chiefs or Rams offense, make sure they're locked into your lineup. There's no going back until they prove you wrong. Five things Meller knows. I mentioned this last week, but I know that I'm still buying low on David Johnson. I know he's been a frustrating player to own, but if somebody is out there and they are just completely annoyed with his production and they're trying to get out of the David Johnson business. This is where you want to go ahead and make sure that you're active. In fact, I would say that uh, this morning would be a good time to go out and make a play for him because even though, look, he may not be the player that we expected him to be at the beginning of the year, but truth be told, running backs are so hard to come by in fantasy football that David Johnson may be a bust in terms of a first round pick, but he's still going to be a productive running back. And if you can, Slot him into your lineup as a running back two. He's definitely the type of play player that can uh, a trade that can kind of make your season as the league go, as the as the year goes along. Five things Meller knows. Number four, I would say the fourth thing that I know. Sony Michelle for the Patriots is a potential league winner if things get sorted out. He's another player I'd be looking to add to my roster. He look it. In a shallow league, he may even be out on your free agent waiver wire. Maybe not with the Rex Burkhead news this past week, but it seems like he's somebody who, if the Patriots are going to get things going, he's going to eventually be the guy who gets the goal line carries. And the Patriots have long been an offense that loves to run the ball when they get near the goal line. And 
those those are the easiest way to boost your your stats in fantasy. Score a short touchdown, and I think Sony Michelle here down the road may be a player who will be a, of significant value for players in fantasy football. Five things Meller knows, and finally number five, I know that Dallas Goddard is somebody I've been targeting. Dallas Goddard, the Philadelphia Eagles tight end. He's obviously not Zach Ertz, but he is. He has some. Gr- he, he's he's a big frame. He has shown athletic ability. He's been thrown to near the goal line with Nick Foles under center, and last week with Carson Wentz back, he also was targeted. And so Dallas Goddard might be somebody under the radar who. Uh, Look, you're not going to feel great about starting him out every week with as the second tight end option, but as the bye weeks approach here, and obviously we're we're at the first week where buys are here, we'll get to that a little bit later on. But Dallas Goddard is somebody who you may see as a nice fill-in option at the tight end spot, and if anything does happen to Zach Ertz, he could immediately vault into the top five of fantasy football wide uh, tight ends. So Dallas Goddard, just a name to keep an eye on, worth maybe adding to your roster right now. While things are uh, while he's still under the radar just a bit. All right, so let's head out back to the phone lines. Let's try Chris in Rockford. What's up, Chris? No, I got a running back question. All right, fire away. Okay, I had Gurley play on Thursday, so I've got um, Frank Gore, Jay Ajayi, or Aaron Jones coming off the suspension. Which one of those three should I play it sure. start today? All right, Chris. Well, let's uh, let's keep Frank Gore out of the mix. He's not really in the discussion there. Jai versus Aaron Jones. Jai was removed from the injury report, but he's dealing with a fracture in his back. He's going to play with it. It's all basically about pain tolerance. I would say I like, like I said, I mentioned earlier, I like what I what I heard from Aaron Rodgers, kind of hinting at how he wants to see Aaron Jones on the field more. I I, I personally would probably play Jai because I want to see just how much work Aaron Jones gets with Jamal Williams and Ty Montgomery kind of, you know, messing around with all the touches in the backfield. So I personally would play Jay Ajay this week, but I'd be looking forward to uh, next week where I would feel much more comfortable playing someone with Aaron Jones if he sees a significant number of touches. All right, sounds good. All right, Chris, good luck. Now I will mention, I will elaborate a little bit. Jay Ajay, somebody who I do think is going to be a little bit touchdown dependent here. I I hate when I hear, you know, it's going to be about pain tolerance because when you're playing in fantasy football, you never know, if, you know, all of a sudden a guy has to remove himself from the game because of a, you know, a, just a tough hit. So that's something you have to be concerned about. But, you know, when it, Aaron Jones, I'm, I'm even though I'm optimistic, I, that's where it comes down to. OK, I, right now, I would personally would play Jay Ajay because I want to see a little bit more from Jones on the field. But going forward, if I had to pick one, I would feel better about Aaron Jones for season long purposes than than just this week. Let's try Royal in Roseland. What's up, Royal? Hey, what's up, Mother? Not, yeah, not I much. Run- I got a running back question. Uh, Bilal Powell or Peyton Barber? And it is a, I see on my screen, it's a PPR format, correct, Royal? Yeah. All right, so in that scenario, I'm going to say I would go ahead and use Bilal Powell. I think the touches for him, especially in the passing game, are there. Like The one thing that uh, has not been working with Fitzpatrick under center for the Bucks is the running game. And Peyton Barber, I just don't see him having a big day against the Bears at Soldiers. So pretty easily Bilal Powell for me, Royal, just because of his work in the passing game. Awesome. Let's do it. All, All right. right. 
Uh, 312-332-3776. Again, Fantasy Football Frenzy with you every Sunday morning here on ESPN 1000. Let's head on out to Crown Point, Indiana, and say hello to Nick. What's up, Nick? Hey, Jeff. Good morning. Uh, standard quarterback question, uh, Matt Ryan or Deshaun Watson? Interesting I personally am going to say I would play Matt Ryan. Uh, Deshaun Watson right now, the offensive, it's not all on him. He hasn't, he obviously, he has not looked anything like he looked last year, but DeAndre Hopkins has been dealing with multiple injuries, so you wonder how much that's hindering his play. You've also got an offensive line that is just giving him no time, and, you know, he's, he's struggling right now with that. So Matt Ryan with, uh, with a lot of, wide receiving options out there in Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones. I mean, Calvin Ridley slips off my tongue before Julio Jones, which just goes to show how, how good he's been playing lately. But like, I just like the options right now, the way that offense is working as a whole. So I would play Matt Ryan, Nick. Absolutely. Thank you. No problem. Let's head on out to Evanston. Kenneth. Hello, Ken. Hey, how we doing today, buddy? Not too bad. All right, all right. See, my question is, uh, I just got Matt Ryan or Aaron Rodgers. I, I don't know which one to go with. All right, now this is funny because obviously I just laid out all the reasons to start Matt Ryan. I will say this. Yeah. He's dealing with the knee injury. The one thing about Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers is that he, it, I always feel a little bit, he's very he's very consistent, but I always feel like the 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 big numbers May, like in terms of like throwing over 350 yards, the, mm-hmm. the Packers offense doesn't seem to work that way. You don't see those huge numbers from Aaron Rodgers, but he's very consistent. You could get those three, four touchdown games. I personally am not benching Aaron Rodgers in favor of Matt Ryan. We've seen too many bad weeks. One good week does not a season make for Matt Ryan. So I personally am rolling with Aaron Rodgers, Ken. Okay, bro. Yeah, I appreciate that. Bro. No problem. All right, let's try Steve in Dundee. What's up, Steve? Morning, Jeff. I got a little dilemma here. I'm uh, right now. I'm starting uh, Josh Gordon. Uh, I I do have uh, oh on on the bench. I do have Doug Baldwin. I chose to play Gordon over Baldwin. Yeah, you know, I'm going to disagree with you there, Steve. I would say plug in Doug Baldwin. I know sometimes this is where people are like, what are you talking about? You just mentioned how you would stay away from Doug Baldwin. But it all depends on the options you're giving me here. Josh Gordon, Doug Baldwin, I don't think anybody right now is certain about either's playing time. But there is some positive news about Doug Baldwin. You know he knows the offense. I would say even if he's limited a bit, he may see more snaps and run more routes than Josh Gordon. We have no idea what the Patriots' usage uh, plan is for Josh Gordon. And until you actually see it out on, play, on the field, Steve, I'm not going to go ahead and start Josh Gordon, all right? All right. You want, one yeah. other, one yeah. other thing. I, I could start one of these three free agents on an IR move. A Jordy Nelson, a Kelvin Benjamin, or a Tyrell Williams. You can start one of the three? I can IR Gordon oh. for one of those. Our pool's a little different. I got you. Yeah, uh, honestly... None of those guys are, you know, are, are guys I feel I need that I need. The the way the NFL is working these days, there's just so many passing yards available that none of those players, they can all go off in terms of, you know, Jordy Nelson and Ty Williams. But Ty Williams yeah. is kind of like he's on the back burner now behind Mike Williams and, you know, Keenan Allen. So he's not somebody I feel great about. Jordy Nelson, yeah. if you just want the roster flexibility to add to your team for one week, I'd be fine with that just in case he has another big game. But otherwise, you know, there's, if you had to, like, release Josh Gordon, I'm not saying I would do that. Okay. All so right. 
So you'd say go with Baldwin. Yes, go go with Baldwin this week and pretty easily. All right, Fantasy Football Frenzy here on ESPN 1000. I'm Jeff Meller. Again, coming up next, Fred Hubner, Steve Mongo, McMichael, getting you set for Bears and Bucks with Chicago's NFL Game Day. John in Indianapolis has a PPR-related question for his running backs. What's up, John? Hey, how's it going? Uh, looking at Frida or, or Shady McCoy? Matt Breida or LaShawn McCoy. And you know what? It might be a different story if Jimmy Garoppolo was under center, but with C.J. Beathard, I feel pretty comfortable in saying I'd rather play LaShawn McCoy. You know the talent is there. Of course, he's dealing with the rib cartilage issue, but the truth is that McCoy has been adamant since basically Tuesday that he was going to start, which leads you to believe that he must be feeling a little bit better. So LaShawn, for, LaShawn McCoy for me over Matt Breida, and uh, I'm not really even thinking about that one much. All right, thank you very much. No problem. Let's try TJ on the south side. Hello, TJ. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good morning. Good. I have a PPR flex question. Pierre Garçon... John Brown or Rolls-Royce Freeman? I need one. Yeah, in the PPR, I'm keeping Freeman out because you want you need those those receptions unless you're talking about a, you know, a pure bell cow back. So for me, I'm yeah. going with I'm going with John Brown over Garcon. Pierre Garcon used to be a PPR monster, but he really hasn't been that for a couple of years now. The injuries seem to have sapped some of his... In the preseason, uh, him and the quarterback had a good connection, they, though. Yeah, but... I, no, you're right, TJ, but I'm not going... Like, look, that's that's one of those things where how much stock are you really going to put in preseason? I don't feel great about Pierre Garçon, you know, looking yeah. great against some second stringers, you know, some vanilla defense. He, he the, the problem for Garçon is he ha- he hasn't really looked like he has the same ability to get open like he has in the past. And again, I don't know if those are all injury-related, but until you see a little bit more from him to prove to you that he's the player that he once was, I'm going to be a little bit shy about starting him. John Brown has been explosive at points during the year, and so it's pretty easy, actually. I feel good about John Brown over Freeman and Garcon. Let's uh, slip in one more here before we... uh, Run over the buys for the week. Let's try Matt's in Lincolnshire. Half point PPR. Hello, Matt. Good morning. Uh, yeah, I have three wide receivers I'm choosing between uh, Golden Tate, Quincy Inunua, and Tyler Lockett right now. All right. So in the, you know, in the, even though it's not a full point PPR, I'm still going to go ahead and use Golden Tate. I know I've talked a lot about Kenny Galladay the last few weeks, but the good news is Golden Tate is still seeing a you know a decent number of targets he's still they're kind of they play off of one one another the the true player who's actually seeing you know his value take a hit is Marvin Jones the third over as opposed to uh a Golden Tate who's still heavily involved in the passing game and in in the if you get any points for PPR even though it's a half point Golden Tate is usually a must start for me all right Matt thank you no problem 312-332-3776 Fantasy Football Frenzy with you every Sunday morning starting at 8 a.m. Coming up next, we just remind you, gently, don't forget, the buys are here. Right here on ESPN 1000. This is your Fantasy Football Bye Week reminder. Bye Weeks. Todd Konigersky didn't get no Bye Weeks. And now he's dead. Well, maybe everybody's 
The following teams are not playing this week. The Carolina Panthers. The Washington Redskins. Thank you. PSA. If you've left any players from those teams in your lineup for the previous week, get them out of your starting lineup now. The following has been a public service announcement from Fantasy Football Frenzy, exclusively on ESPN 1000. Fantasy Football Frenzy back with you here on ESPN 1000. I'm Jeff Meller, and there you go. Yes, the Panthers and Redskins both on bye this week. I know everybody loves a, a week four bye. Yeah. Great work, NFL. Can't wait for the Bears bye next week. Nevertheless, hopefully the Bears get a win against the Bucks this Sunday, and it'll be a happy way to go into the bye. But, yes, the bye weeks have started, so make sure you have all your key players and your kickers covered because the bye weeks are here. Yay. All right. So, moving on, some other news just crossing the wire here per Chris Mortensen. Elshon Jeffrey will play today, making his debut for the season, barring an unexpected relapse that is related to the virus that caused him to miss two practices this week per team sources. So, there you go. If you need to turn to Elshon Jeffrey, you can. But, again, I would try and play it safe if you have any other decent options. We're coming up in the two-minute warning. This is the two-minute warning. And that'll take us to the two-minute warning. All right, here we go. Answering your last-second questions here on Fantasy Football Frenzy. George and Racine wants to know, Goddard or Gates for his PPR league tight end, of course. We'll go Dallas Goddard, George. Schaub on 290 has two. He needs uh, T.Y. Hilton, Kenny Galladay, or James White. All right, Chubb, I'm going to go with Galladay, and I'm going to pick T.Y. Uh, Hilton over James White slightly, but uh, Galladay and Hilton for me. The two wants to know Watkins, Jeffrey, or Baldwin. Obviously, we just got that Jeffrey news, but I mentioned earlier, uh, Doug Baldwin will be back and suited up for the Seahawks. I like him today over Elishon Jeffrey and Sammy Watkins tomorrow night, the Chiefs and Broncos on Monday Night Football. Mike in Lincoln Park has Austin Eckler. Jordy Nelson or Chris Godwin. He needs one. Mike, let's go Jordy Nelson. And Matt in St. Louis has, he needs two of Allen Robinson, Geronimo Allison, or Sammy Watkins. Matt, let's go with Robinson and Allison. All right, and on the old Twitter machine here, I got a few. Joe wants to know, Golden Tate or Will Fuller? Well, Joe, let's go with Golden Tate. Brett wants to know, he's got Baldwin or Crabtree in a half-point PPR. Brett, let's go with Baldwin. All right. Uh, Matthew has, uh, he put all his eggs in the Garoppolo basket. He knows he's dumb, he says. But now he's left with Andy Dalton or Baker Mayfield. Let's play Andy Dalton over Baker this week. Although Baker may have some upside if he's allowed to run around and uh, pick up those cheap fantasy points that come via the run for quarterbacks. Brandon wants to know. All right. He has to start two in a non-PPR format. Tavon Austin. Ted Ginn. Or Mike Williams. Brandon, let's go with Ginn and Mike Williams. Sorry about that. Uh, that that's unfortunate that Tavid, Tavon Austin is even in the mix for you. Jim says uh, he's got Aaron Rodgers or Big Ben. Who to play? I'm starting Aaron Rodgers, Jim. I know the Ravens defense isn't what it once was, but Rodgers for me, pretty safe there. All right, and that's going to do it for me. But again, hit me up on Twitter, at Jeff underscore Mellor. Don't go anywhere. Fred Hubner, Mongo McMichael, get you set for Bears and Bucks. Can the Bears go to 3 and 1? Let's hope so. This has been Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on ESPN 1000.